Hi guys, Kira from Murder and More here. I am the solo host of the True Crime Podcast, where every other Sunday I tell you about a murder, serial killer or missing person. Murder and More is available to listen to wherever you get your podcasts, including platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox and Stitcher. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at Murder and More, Instagram at Murder and More Pod, and Facebook at Murder and More Podcast. Head over to www.murderandmorepodcast.wordpress.com to find out more. Welcome back to the Distractions Podcast, a podcast where we chat true crime, conspiracy theory, paranormal stories, folklore, and just a mixed bag of weird shit. I'm your host, Alex. And Christy. And this week we are chatting folklore, and this one has us going to the States, hypothetically, because our borders are still closed. <laughs> it's really depressing. <laughs> it's really depressing. Uh, Chris, you have some housekeeping that we need to talk about? Yes, yes, yes. So just a couple things to remind you guys on. We are on Patreon. Feel free to hop on there if you're looking to kind of give us a little help and get some extra content. Um, We are launching the payment date on February 1st. And then we have the two tiers. They are $2 and $5, a mix of different things, whether bonus episodes, stickers, shout outs and whatnot. So hop on there. You can go on right away for Weird Distractions podcast. Again, launching February 1st. We also have some merch. Feel free to hop on there. We are on Redbubble. Same thing. You're going to search Weird Distraction Podcast. It might come up WD Podcast. And we have lots of variety of different logos. You can get our shirts, mugs, stickers, but anything you really want, it comes available in that stuff. And lastly, we have our uh, contest we have going on. Today is the last day to um, apply for it and kind of get your name in for the giveaway. We are cutting it off today at noon. So make sure if you're listening this morning that you get on there right away before the cutoff. We are giving away a $25 gift card Canadian to Amazon. You have a Weird Distractions mug we have available and also some stickers. So as I said, get on there. Make sure you do it first thing this morning if you haven't already by this point. What you want to do is you're going to head over to our Insta page. You're going to like the post, share it to the story. Make sure you guys do tag us just because in case your um, profiles are private, but most likely not if we're following you already. And then the most important thing is we want you guys to leave us a review as the whole point of the giveaway just to get some more access. So you're going to go on to Apple Podcasts or really if you're doing any kind of platform of a review, just make sure that you take a screenshot of it before you send it because it kind of disappears or just give us a message of what you did say so we know who it is and just send that into our DMs or an email so we know that you did that. This is going to close today at noon Eastern Standard Time. Yes, and then I'm going to be doing the announcement via Instagram um, on the 25th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So keep an eye out for that. I'm not sure if I'm going to go live. I feel like that's a little scary. I might just do like a story. So <laughs> I feel um, a little nice for that. Yeah, I actually have to put makeup on for that, and that just sounds awful. <laughs> so wow, like who does that? <laughs> exactly. Ew. Christy, I know you just gave a huge spiel, but what's your uh, need for a distraction this week? Uh, my need for distraction this week is 
I think I'm just going to keep going in what we're doing. We're still in the stupid stay-at-home order lockdown, yeah. unfortunately. I'm just putting away at work and doing nothing because I live alone. Just me and the cat. So just try to keep busy. I think all I do is watch TV and eat food. So that's a problem. Trying to keep working out if I can. So <laughs> that's about it. Just trying to stay sane at this point. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna latch on to that one as well. I'm just, you know, as much as I do like working from home, I do miss the social aspect of it. And I miss not having to talk to every single person on the phone every single day for eight hours a day. So, yeah, I'm just kind of COVID sick of it, you know? I don't know how, you, like, especially for you, like, doing it at home, you're just home all the time and even at work all the time. Like, at least, like, I get a little break to go, whether, like, I don't yeah. want to go, but I do go and I do, like, speak to patients nonstop on the phone, whether I want to or not. So that would be, I feel like, so much a little bit harder for you is that you just have no outside contact ever, it feels like. Well, yeah, and then anytime I try and take time off because I have to take time off because if you don't use it, you lose it. It's like, yay, I get to stay at home and just not do anything, which for some people is totally cool. I'm not one of those people. I have to be doing something or I just go crazy. I go crazy. I, I don't know what to do. So exactly. You know where we are going today? I think I've already mentioned going? we're to going the to the States. To the States. To which state? Well, a bunch of states, actually. Oh, okay. So, we know that nobody puts baby in a corner, but where do we put a crybaby? In the crib, in the corner? I don't know. <laughs> if you answered a bridge, you are oh. kind of right, which you did not. Sorry. Just Christy. on the bridge? We're not throwing it off? Eh, under, over, wherever you feel like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Today, we're going to cross the United States border and chat about the folklore turned widespread phenomena referred to as Crybaby Bridge. This lore has been crossed from all over, including Kentucky, Ohio, Maryland, Texas, and Utah. And there's probably more, but I'm we're only going to focus on those ones today. They're called Crybaby Bridges because people claim to hear what sounds to be a baby crying near a bridge, usually affiliated with some kind of horrible story of something happening near said bridge. It's terrifying. It's, it's kind of spooky. I'm just going to walk on this little travel with my dog or like just a tour for the day to get out and I hear a baby crying. Right? No. Okay. No, thank you. Each location story may be similar to others, but they kind of have their own weird twist to it at the end of the day. So I'm going to break it down state by state. The first state we're hitting is Ohio. And Ohio may be for lovers, but it's also for ghouls and ghosts, apparently. Okay, do you know what I'm talking when I say Ohio is for lovers? Like the Hawthorne Heights song? The emo no. song? Ah, oh, damn it, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to some emo songs, but not all of them. You're the queen. <laughs> okay, well, I encourage you strongly to listen to that song today. In Rogues Hollow, which is located in Wayne County, lies a bridge that crosses Silver Creek near Gale House Road. According to the Akron Beacon Journal writer, Mark J. Price, the tale around Rogue's Hollow Bridge usually begins with some local teens trying to evoke something in, in a kind of like a weird ritualistic way, standing on a bridge at midnight, primarily when it's a full moon and when it's foggy. It has to be both, can't be one or the other. And in this ambiance, you inherently, supposedly, allegedly hear cries of a dead baby. It's just dead, like they know it's dead. I guess so. I guess they hear the baby and they're like, well, that's a dead baby. It's not a live baby. That's a dead baby. I don't know how I mean, you like, I hear a baby. Maybe I'll go look for it because it might be alive. Right? Exactly. Now, a little bit more about the area. Rogue's Hollow has a reputation or had a reputation of being, quote, the nation's 
nation's toughest spot, according to the Wayne County Public Library. The area, which was known for its coal mine work historically, would be known for kind of like -like -like, party animal-like behavior, which, as we know from the Pirate's House in Georgia, sometimes party-like behavior can lead to rowdy behavior, and rowdy behavior may lead to some tragic situations and then to future ghost stories. Just having too much fun. Too much fun. So much fun they might kill each other. No, I'm just kidding. They don't they don't do that. Well not I mean I'm sure they do, but I digress. Okay. So an example of some rowdy behavior according to the rogue hollow citizen Joe Overholt uh, would include farmers going through the area with a horse-drawn wagon before being confronted by drunken bar locals who had come out and steal the farmer's horses, not releasing it until the whole bar got a drink from the farmer. So essentially, like, a really shitty way to get free booze is to steal horses from other people as they're going through town. That's terrible. And, like, I didn't always want to steal a horse. Like... You don't have to be like a horse whisperer to be like, okay, let's go. Just yeah. take it away. Because me, I'd be like, this thing's going to just kick me in, die, and die. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm not good with horses, so I would go up to one and be like, hey, come with me. And it would just kick me square in the face, and that would be the end of it. <laughs> like, hey, you, come here. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but we're not actually focusing, obviously, on the drunken nights in a small town. We're obviously going to focus on the many local lore stories uh, that were shared over many drinks, including one of tragic family loss. The devastating tale is of a family who was coming down a steep hill towards the bridge when they lost control. During this chaos, their baby was apparently tossed overboard into the creek where it drowned. Just when you think that's enough chaos, there's a weird twist. Apparently, there is another local lore that a woman had thrown her murdered baby off that same bridge. I don't know if it was around the same time. It's still very tragic, obviously. Despite the strong local lore that seems to pass through generations, there is no known records of any mothers murdering their babies or buggies crashing in Rogue's Hollow records. So someone tells the story of someone dying, but then there's no record of it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Suspicious. Suspicious. So there's another crybaby bridge in Ohio, uh, specifically located in Westchester, that has quite the off-putting name. Uh, It's nicknamed the Screaming Bridge by locals. And the old Mauled Hughes Road has been known for some pretty spooky occurrences for those that decide to drive over it. The local lore is that supposedly uh, off the Screaming Bridge, there was a local woman who supposedly jumped out of her boyfriend's car off the bridge into the water. And apparently people say that, you know, there's a lot of spooky things that can happen when you drive over this bridge now because of this incident, which once again, no records. The lore around this one is that you can hear a woman crying at night around the bridge if you drive over it or if you walk over it. So I'm wondering, like, yeah, if the bridge made her jump out and just kill herself? Or if, or like maybe like, I'll just be realistic. Maybe you're in an abusive relationship and she's like, I'm out, I die. Well, and that's, you hear this lady like screaming all the time. Well, that's the thing. Like it's, I like that, that first thing you said though, like, was it the bridge that did it? Like, is there this like weird curse maybe over the bridge that just, Mm -hmm. kill people, kill yourself. (laughs) We will never know. What do you call that? Like then, is it like. I don't know, Japan or something like that, like the suicide forest or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to talk about that someday on an episode because I feel like that one's really intense. 
Ominous. Yes. Oh, yes. Continue. <laughs> so, <laughs> a third bridge located near Helltown, Ohio, may have some devilish lore attached to it. Do you, do you see what I did there? Do you see what I did there? Helltown, devilish <laughs> so lore. I know. So according to local legend, the story goes that a young mother disposed of her child, whether she had perhaps killed the baby herself or did in the process. I don't know. Um, but at this bridge with the Helltown bridge, there is a local ritual that includes leaving your key, your car locked with the keys in the ignition at night on the bridge. You then get out of the car and walk away only to return to find your car turned on. It's what? yeah. the look on your That's face. Fun. You're just like, wait, what? Some have claimed that when they're done this, they even seen small handprints on the vehicle that weren't there before. Like small handprints, like child, child's, child. This ghost child is just scaling my car while I'm like piecing out around the corner. Yeah, no, thank you. I don't like that. So finally, the last bridge that we're going to cross is one located just off of Egypt Road in Salem, Ohio. Similarly to the other tales, this tale also depicts a very intense situation that led to to death. It didn't lead to anything happy. It led to death. <laughs> Shocked Just the death. Okay. Apparently, there was a couple at the bridge with their child one day. The couple was either arguing with one another or they were distracted by something else. Who knows? Maybe they're listening to Weird Distractions podcast. Who's to say? Uh, the couple was, you know, doing their thing when their baby wandered off and fell off the bridge into the water and subsequently drowned. So hopefully, if you're listening to our podcast and you're watching your children, keep an eye on them. I'm just, and don't, don't let them wander off on bridges. I mean, I'm not. It's one thing when you're, it's one thing when you're in your house and you're just like, okay, I'm going to have a shower. My baby's in the house. The doors are all locked, whatever. Like, you have a nap or you play. I'm going to go do that. But you're in a bridge. You watch your baby. Watch your baby. You're just going to crawl off and be like, bah, yeah exactly like that that's exactly the sound that every child makes as they go off the bridge (laughs) so supposedly people that cross the bridge can hear the sounds of either a baby crying or of a woman screaming thought to be the remnants of the mother who lost their child so according to the strange and spooky website which is ran by james a willis this folklore isn't the first reported spooky thing to happen at this bridge as there's been mentions of satanic cults that have practice in the area as well and of course there's always gonna be a cult there's always got to be a satanic cult why can't it just be a ghost for christ's sakes don't understand instead of baby cries though apparently you can hear or perhaps even see the victims of this cult allegedly just gonna put that out there these people are dead or alive i'm gonna say dead because okay. it says victims of this cult oh okay so you're, you're seeing ghosts apparently yeah which like okay. i'm i'm down to see some ghosts but just you know i don't want to see cult ghosts i wonder if cult, cult ghosts would be pow- more powerful than regular ghosts like they kind of like a level up than like well, if, if the other like worshiping the devil then like i come back to project the devil i don't know the Egypt Road Bridge actually became well-known back in 2010, which was 11 years ago, in case you needed a reminder of how long t- it has been since 2010. Just There's a reminder. Forever. No, thank you. So around this time in 2010, a 60-year-old woman by the name of Ardez Ruth Bauman was found dead inside of her parked van just off of the bridge. Ardez had been strangled and her van had been burned. And to this day, I think it's still an open case. Like, I don't think they've arrested anyone for it. Yikes. So she just 
going for a little drive and then she did and she burned alive. Okay. Well, and that's the thing. So I was looking into it and it looks like she didn't live nearby the bridge. So I think she was potentially, and this is speculating wildly, I'm not well versed on the case, but I think she was kidnapped, murdered, left in her van to make it look like, I don't know, the van just caught on fire and that's how she died. But in reality, she was strangled. So they can't really prove she was kidnapped. She's just at that point. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Like, I think she was kidnapped, strangled, placed in the van, and the van was set on fire. But there's no real proof that she was kidnapped. And there's no really leads that I could really see when I was looking at it. But if anyone knows any information or knows a little bit more about the case that they want to share with us, obviously hit us up and let us know. That is true. That is very true. Right? Like, mm-hmm. the co- yeah, I don't know. I'm, like I said, I'm not well versed in the case, but I saw it and I was like, interesting. And that, of course, adds spooky, even more spookiness to the bridge. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So the next state we're going to go to is Kentucky, which sounds like a fun place. I don't know why. Pretty much, yeah. When you hear Sleepy Hollow, you probably either think of the story, the movie, involving the Headless Horseman, of course, or you might even think of certain places around the world that are also named Sleepy Hollow, because why not? In Kentucky, specifically Louisville, uh, there is a road called Sleepy Hollow Road, which holds some spooky folklore for those who dare cross the bridge on this road. According to the lore, when driving on the road, you may encounter a mysterious black car that hovers behind you, trying to run you off the road before disappearing completely. As you approach the bridge, however, things take even more of a twist. Which, pause, ghost cars freak me out. I'm just going to put that out there. It's just freaky enough. I have this ghost car behind me, or possibly not thinking it's a ghost car, but this car behind me, and then very ominously, like, on my ass. And I was like, I'm eating out of here, and I'm speeding across this bridge to the fuck out. And it's weird, because if you see, like, have you ever watched Christine? I don't think so. Oh, you gotta watch it. So, essentially, no matter how many times they try to destroy this car, it just keeps fixing itself. Which is a trait that I wish all cars had. They just fix themselves (laughs) without having to rely on anyone to fix it for them. I feel like the usual problem is that they keep falling apart and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. I know. But yeah, no. Car- ghost cars, freaky. But what happens on this bridge after the ghost car or, you know, what have you, also freaky. So some claim that the bridge acts as some kind of time warp where those driving on the bridge suddenly find that their clocks have jumped ahead by roughly two hours in a matter of what feels like seconds. So just out of nowhere, it's like, boop, two hours later. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like when you're drinking at a party and you look at the clock at one point and you're like kind of buzzed and it's like 9 p.m. And then all of a sudden you have like another drink and it's like 12, 12 a.m. And you're like, oh, God. Having such a good time that when like the bar closes or like the stick goes over and you're like, no, I'm just getting into my happy place. <laughs> I just came here. What's going on? I'm, I'm so confused. Exactly like that. Basically. Yeah. Basically. So, according to the Occult Museum article, it has also been made believe that Sleepy Hollow Road and the bridge on, like, the bridge on the road were, once again, potentially, allegedly, occupied by a local satanic cult for the rituals of human sacrifice. What is with the fucking cults? I know. popping up everywhere. Well, I feel like it's kind of remnants of satanic panic, where everything has to do with like a satanic cult for some reason that's where they put the blame like it's bad weather oh it was a satanic cult 
It's always their fault. It must be. Yeah. <laughs> the price of milk has gone up. Satanic cult. Like, stop that blaming. a stretch, but okay. <laughs> stop blaming the cult for everything, okay? Anyways, according to local lore, a satanic cult supposedly occupied the the Sleepy Hollow Road Bridge, and they were supposedly allegedly sacrificing children at some point. Kind of similar to Egypt Road in Ohio, which I don't think I mentioned, but allegedly they both were killing kids for some some practice. I don't know. Well, you always sacrifice the innocent for the devil. It's always the children. It's always the children, as per what Hollywood tells us. So, mm-hmm. yes. similar similar to Ohio, again, on this road and on the bridge, you supposedly can hear cries of children. Which, that also kind of, like, I'd rather hear a cry of one child as, a pole, as opposed to, like, multiple children. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, like, baby gang behind me screaming. I'm oh. like, I'm gone. Nope. Baby gang. <laughs> gang just a gang of like little baby ghosts with like whips and chains <laughs> like crying at me I'm like, See you later. <laughs> i picture oh god okay do you remember toy story where there was that like weird baby doll head that was like attached to like a different toy's body it was really I think, creepy i think so yeah do you remember that that's what mm-hmm. i'm picturing but like 20 of them <laughs> this is baby head in a stick like, <laughs> oh god i'm <laughs> horrified all right so we're leaving kentucky we're we're peacing out we're back in the car we're on our way to maryland 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 so near bowie maryland governor's bridge may be closed but it's pretty open with some spooky lore the bridge holds a similar spooky local lore of other crybaby bridges which claims a young woman had completed murder suicide with her young baby as you may have guessed it, locals claim that it you can hear sounds of someone crying on the bridge at night. The lore also claims that if you look into the water below, you may see what has been described as a floating body of an infant. Oh, I totally thought. <laughs> Your reaction just, oh. Oh, I totally thought you were going to say, like, I would see, like, someone's, like, face. And I was, like, picturing, like, La Llorona or something stupid like that. But it's not a dead body. I guess that's different, but still scary. Still scary. Still not here for it. According to the Only in Your State website, there's also another local lore involving a ghost car that witnesses claim to see it plunge over the side of the bridge only to vanish instantly. So essentially you're driving, let's say you're driving behind this car, and then all of a sudden it like veers off the bridge and you're probably shitting your pants in your own car being like, holy shit, what the hell just happened? So you get out of your car Look over and there's nothing there. That is extra spooky. Because I'd be yeah. like, oh my god, I should help them. Or like, they're drowning. And then I'm like, oh, no one's there? Like, what the fuck do I do? Like, do I just yeah. leave? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a trap. It's always a trap. So if a baby in the water or a ghost car doesn't scare the shit out of you, the bridge is also home to another infamous folklore icon. Do you want to guess? It's kind of like a, well, no, it's folk. I think it's folklore. I don't think it's a cryptid, but. You just I'll tell get- me. Okay. Goat man. Ugh, always the fucking goat man. <laughs> you, tell you. Do you have like a personal vendetta against goat man? We do not get along. I just, not my cup of tea. Fair enough. So I'm not going to do a deep dive into goat man because we may want to cover it in a future episode and Christy has some feelings. Uh, but this half All man. All my feelings are we do not like him. Thanks. Fair enough. Uh, but this half goat, half man is said to roam the, this area, chasing those who come around Governor's Bridge looking for blood. 
Yeah, because he wants their blood. Yeah. Because he's a fucking goat man. He's a devil. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> straight facts. Christy is just here to spit. Straight. I hear spewing facts, and that's about it. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are done in Maryland. Uh, we are now going to Texas. You ready? We're going back in the car. Grab your bags. We're going, going to Texas. We're going to Texas. So according to te- the Texas Folklore Society Facebook page, just outside of Lufkin, there is an old bridge that covers Jack Creek that locals also refer to as Crybaby Creek. The lore around this bridge apparently goes that sometime in the 1970s, a woman and her kid were traveling home and were crossing the bridge when the bridge gave out. The vehicle unfortunately plummeted into the water and the two perished. Local lore claims that if you cross over the bridge, which has obviously been apparently fixed since the 1970s, I would assume, uh, you can hear a baby crying from from anywhere behind you. Like, essentially, if you're walking north, you hear something coming from behind you. If you go east, you hear something coming from behind you. There's just uh, there's just a lot of crying coming from behind you. And if I hear that crying behind me, again, I'm fucking gone because like, yeah. I'm not turning around for whatever the F that is. Exactly. Nope, fair enough. I would do the same thing. Uh, supposedly, one visitor claimed that they saw imp- an imprint of a baby's hand on their car window after they got out of the vehicle and walked around near the bridge, which I think also happened in Ohio. So this little baby is just going to walk and be like, hey, imprint, and then peace out. <laughs> just touches the car. It's like, wow, this is an Acura handprint. <laughs> She's so fancy. <laughs> I haven't seen these ones before. Just boop. Okay, so to be transparent i don't know if the incident obviously in the 1970s actually occurred but obviously this is one of those bridges that has taken on the crybaby lore that we've seen in previous states so there's another uh bridge in texas it's located on sarah jane road in port Neches, which i don't know if i'm pronouncing right but port Neches, Neches. According to this local lore, when the moon supposedly is shining bright, a ghostly figure of a woman named Sarah Jane is reportedly seen searching the marsh to find her infant child who supposedly drowned in the river. Sarah Jane comes up in another lore uh, where apparently she's described as a young girl who was hung from one of the cypress trees near the bridge that marks the center of Sarah Jane Road. Similar to Jack Creek Bridge, there is no documentation around a woman by the name of Sarah Jane who has hung or lost her baby in the river nearby this road. So people are just making up stories. No receipts. Where's the receipts? I'm not seeing any receipts. I need a death certificate. Got none. Got none. I need a birth certificate. Got none. (laughs) You fake news. (laughs) Exactly. But here's some real tea. Sarah Jane was a real person. Uh, she was named Sarah Jane Sweeney Block. However, she didn't die by hanging, nor did she ever lose a baby near the water, which, gold star, Sarah. Didn't lose your child today in the water. Gold star. We don't wish that on anybody, no. No. So, no. good job. <laughs> so, according to the Mid-County article written by Carl Cunningham Jr., and this is a direct quote, the only connection between Sarah Jane and her namesake stretch of road was a work of fiction perpetuated by a Port Arthur news writer years ago. So it's one of those things that has become local lore due to obvious probably storytelling and making things up. But there isn't, like, it's attached to some to someone real, but it's been so twisted and turned that... She's just making shit up. Exactly. 
Hey, you gotta make new some days. I mean, I guess it's it was slow in the 1970s. I don't know. I don't know. Or whenever this happened, I think the other bridge was in the 1970s. Either way, it was a slow day. Slow day for news. Slow day for news to just make up stories of people dying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, the average thing that you do when you're a journalist. I don't know. So basically, basically we are now going to the last state. We're going to Utah. And for the longest time, I thought there was a part of Sir Mix-Lot's song, Jump On It, where it went, like, Utah, jump on it. I googled it and listened to it, like, as I was doing these notes, and I I was wrong. It's so not the same words. <laughs> I just imagined, I just made up the lyrics and was like, yeah, it's part of the, part of the song. It's, it's not, it's not. That's okay, I do that for a lot of songs. I know it's not the right words. No, it, it is what it is. It's it's our own local lore, actually. Thank you. I just wish singers, you just need to enunciate more. It'd be fine, but whatever. Yeah. So our last stop on this crybaby bridge trip is obviously Utah. Uh, we're going to hit up Bear River City Bridge in Utah, which bears a similar local lore to others we've chatted about with its own little twist. Did you, did you get that? Did you get that? you're so penny always about the puns so the lore states that a young mother was with her two children driving one night when she suddenly felt that her children may have been possessed by the devil which i'm sure is kind of a thought that crosses most people's minds you're just driving you're like i must turn around i feel my children are being possessed (laughs) you feel like coming through them like what you just feel like a cold shiver you're like the devil is here. <laughs> Not the windows cracked. Just the devil's here. Yeah. I, I, I haven't left the AC on. It's just the devil is here. Of course. So, of course, in a, you know, normal response, the mother drove the car off the bridge, killing everyone inside, allegedly. Because that's what you do when your children are possessed. Actually, don't do that. Don't. Don't do that. But That's not what everyone should do. But okay. That's, that's not weird distractions approved. That's just... That's just what it is. That's what she thought at that point in time. And her kids probably were not taken by the devil, but that's fine. Just go ahead and you killed yourself and everyone in your family. Maybe we're just hungry or tired. I mean, I feel like kids can get really cranky when they're hungry and tired. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're possessed by the devil. Not everyone gets easily possessed by the devil, but I guess this mom thought that her kids were just acting out a little too crazy that day. Some say if you sit on your sit in your car on the bridge with your windows rolled down and honk three times, you can supposedly hear children yelling, don't do it, mother. According to an article by the Dead History website. That's, that's terrifying. Don't do it. You're like, what? what am I doing? What am I not doing? <laughs> you, you don't want me to play T-Pain? Like, is that what you're asking me to do? I, but I, I, I like the song. I'm okay. I don't think anybody should play T-Pain anymore. <laughs> facts jennifer jones the author and creator of the website uh dead history kind of did some digging around when it when it came to crybaby bridges and specifically this case kind of to see whether or not this story was legit because to be honest it sounds very sensationalized interestingly enough though uh and based on jennifer's article again there was no information regarding the story of the mother driving her children and her children's you know ending killing them, essentially, off of this bridge. Another interesting local lore that came from a potential occurrence takes place on Friday, May 16th, 1931, when apparently a four-year-old boy named Elis Anderson was reported to be playing near the bridge with a dog. 
I don't know if it was his dog. I don't know if it was like a random dog. I have no information about the dog. I'm sorry. There's just there's just a dog. There's just a dog. I don't even know what breed the dog is. For That's this, really sad. Yeah. For for happiness' sake, let's say it's a golden retriever. Anyways, so Ellis is with his golden retriever named I don't know, Kevin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the most white man name. <laughs> just Kevin. Poor dog. It's Kevin. Okay. Kevin. So, supposedly a male worker was driving on the bridge when they swerved to miss the dog, a.k.a. Kevin, uh, that had come out in front of the vehicle, hitting Ellis and throwing his body into the water below. However, there appears to be some discrepancies between this actual story. So, in another story, Ellis was was with a 12-year-old friend named Norman, and Kevin the dog was nowhere, nowhere to be heard of or seen. So, either way, and like two conflicting stories. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or either way, they're both not true. Yeah. So, either way, in whichever way you want to spin it, this Utah Bridge does follow the similar trend of you know there is either a mom involved, she's either kills her kid or her kid is dead and somehow in the water under said bridge. And a kid involved, like, there's obviously a kid involved somewhere, a kid or a baby. And obviously there's some form of death. Mm-hmm. There's always some children or mom dying somewhere, sacrificing. Exactly. So just some, like, miscellaneous information that I kind of got during my research. So I do want to shine a light that I did find some controversial arguments against the crybaby cry bridges being actual folklore even to the point of being questioned and labeled as being fake lore. A Maryland folklorist named Jesse Glass shared that they felt the whole crybaby bridge lore had been more of an online presence as opposed to an actual folklore or urban legend that grew from generations of word of mouth. Either way, the crybaby bridge lore is one that I think we'll be hearing about for decades to come because it's it's very, it's an easy story. Right. And any bridge could literally have this story attached to it. It's not hard to be like, oh, yeah, someone died there. And now you hear someone crying. Like it's a very yeah, make easy up a story of how someone died and then make up some child or screaming wife's bridge like or mother's voice and be like, done. There's your story. This happens. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Jennifer Jones. She, like I said, is the writer and owner of the dead history website, which I found is super interesting and you can find her on Twitter at the dead history. So check her out. And that's the Crybaby bridge bridges, I guess I should say. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, so a little spooky folklore. Yeah. Get a little, little spooky. That way, you know, if you're ever driving around, you're listening to us, maybe you want to drive over some bridges. You can do so. Just be careful because you know, dead baby gangs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> baby gang's coming up behind you and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> exactly. So my resources for this episode include the Akron Beacon Journal by Mark J. Price, uh, the Akron Beacon Journal by Bill Osinski, Ohio Haunted Houses website, Strange and Spooky website by James A. Willis, the Occult Museum article, uh, Texas Escapes website, Texas Folklore Society Facebook page, that post was made back on October 17th, 2019. Only in your state website page by Jamie Alvar Grina. Hold on. By Jamie Alvar Grina. Grenga. 
sorry, Jamie, uh, Mid-County Chronicle article by Carl Cunningham Jr. And finally, the Dead History website article by Jennifer Jones. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. Christy, do you want to tell these fine weirdos and weirdettes where they can find us on social media and where they can listen? Yes, our weird peeps we have. Um, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Again, jump on, give a review for the giveaway. And just if you want to listen to us on any other platforms that you listen to podcasts on, feel free to give us any suggestions or um, input or story request to weirddistractionspodcast.outlook.com. You can tweet at us on Twitter at WeirdDistractI1, and you can hit us up on our Insta page at WeirdDistractionsPod. Excellent, excellent. Definitely find us, look for us, listen to us, subscribe. Do whatever you want to do to support the show. Like we said earlier, well, what you said earlier, we do have Patreon coming up. You can register now, I believe, um, but billing won't start till February 1st. We want to obviously give kind of like a billing break because it's January, and January is historically the month that of expenses you know we're just done christmas trying to you know get our lives together after boxing day it is what it is but our first bonus episode comes out on the 31st and it's going to be fun because not only do you get a two-part audio little tidbit bonus episode but you actually get the visuals for that as well and a couple of behind the scenes videos that we took so it's going to be good Mm -hmm. and going to have for our five dollar a month patrons uh weird spam episodes which actually just recorded the other day so i get to read you all the weird spam emails we get which is super fun uh i get a kick out of it hopefully you get a kick of it and that's for our five dollar a month here for the weird patrons and i think that's it i think we covered it all yeah i hope you enjoyed the story today yeah hopefully if you go over a bridge you think of us all right if you need a distraction We got you. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Sorry to interrupt whatever good time you might have been having. Yeah, we're really sorry about this. We know you probably don't want to listen to this trailer, but we promise you'll want to hear what we have to say. Right! I'm Chad. And I'm Cassandra. We happen to both hold a PhD in Solving Unsolved Mysteries, and we're here to tell you about a newish podcast. Let us tell you, the joint is a laugh a minute. Right, and since all of the episodes are at least half an hour, maybe longer, that's like... I'm, let's see, At least 30 laughs per episode, guys. At least. Hey, I was getting there. I'm just not good with numbers, okay? Well, we've only got so long to get this message across. I know that. Okay, well, you were just taking a while. Anyway, in this podcast, every week we bring you a new unsolved or unexplained mystery. That's right. We bring you the facts and educate you on everything mysterious. And here's the best part, guys. At the end of each episode, we solve the mystery. Because that's what we do. Right you are, Cassandra. Now tell them the name of the podcast. The Joe Rogan Experience. What? No, 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 no. That's what it says here. Okay, well, you must have wrapped the wrong script. Uh, Guys, just one second, please. Really sorry about that, guys. So, Cassandra, tell them the name of the podcast. Unsolved Mysteries. 
Solved? Yeah, that's the one. So if you love mysteries, hate that they go regularly unsolved, and love to laugh, join, join us every, every Saturday, Saturday as, as we, we solve, solve those mysteries, mysteries that have been keeping, keeping you up, up at night. night. Find us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts.